0: Pastor asked me to uh, teach a few weeks ago. He actually said I had four weeks to prepare, uh, which uh, wasn't correct. I had less than four weeks, and it takes me a long time. But I had been studying something. Um, uh, Jared had asked me, uh, called me, and asked me a question uh, concerning uh, some Jehovah's Witness uh, beliefs. And so um, I, I never got back to Jared, but I started studying. Um, I've dealt with Jehovah's Witnesses uh, from time to time in my life, and truthfully, we seldom, when I when I talk with Jehovah's Witnesses, we seldom can get uh, beyond uh, the first verse that I try to use, which is Colossians 2:9, that says, "For in Him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily." Now, Jehovah's Witness will um, Certainly, try to get you off track when you try to talk about something with them. They'll move from one subject to the next, and uh, they try to keep you from, or it seems to me that they try to keep you from uh, really making your point at times. And uh, so, like I said, it, it seldom gets beyond Colossians 2:9 with me uh, and them. I can say this about jehovah's witnesses when they arrive at your door, they are prepared they know their verses they know their books, their chapter, and their their verse they know exactly where to look generally and how to get their message across uh, from their point of view they're very well prepared and I found that quite often, even myself, I'm not prepared uh, for some of the things that they uh, bring and talk about because much of what they talk about is foreign to us and to me for certain. Um, They talk about things that uh, sometimes I wouldn't even consider thinking. And so um, I did a lot of research on the Jehovah's Witness website. And uh, But most of my research has been in the Bible. And uh, this morning, we are going to look at a lot of verses. I'm going to have very little to say um, in, in a way of commentary. I think God can speak for Himself uh, from His Word. And I hope that uh, you will follow along and look the verses up yourselves. Um, I didn't have time to make a list of all the verses that I have here, but I will do that if anyone would like a, a list of them. Uh, they they should be put to memory. They should be um, a part of our lives. They should be used uh, to um, do the work of the Lord. And we, we need to be prepared uh, just as Jehovah's Witnesses are prepared and not just for the sake of... Of Jehovah's Witnesses but uh, because that would glorify our God let's pray this morning father uh, we just thank you and uh, praise you Lord that we can depend on you that we can depend on your word Uh, we don't have to change anything within your word Lord you can say and do say Lord exactly what you want to say and mean and we just thank you for that help us this morning Lord to see the truth in your word help us Lord Uh, to apply these things to our lives, to our memories, Lord. Help us to use them, Lord, to uh, glorify you, Lord. And I just praise you and thank you. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, like I said, one of the verses that I use is Colossians uh, 2.9 that says, For in him, you can turn there if you would, please. It says, For in him dwelleth. All the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Jesus Christ, the Him this verse speaks of, has all the fullness of the divine nature of God in bodily form. Every aspect of the nature of the true God. Everything that makes God, God. All God's attributes, powers, His divine wisdom and knowledge reside in Christ. The whole sum total of deity is the resident in the body of Christ. Jesus Christ most assuredly is God. And that would be our first question. And I'm going to ask a few questions this morning and then answer them. And that first question is, is Jesus Christ God? Jehovah's Witnesses do not believe Uh, This verse means, and this is taken from their website, that all of God's attributes and powers reside in Christ. They reject that Christ is God. Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses believe that Jesus Christ is a created angel, Michael by name, with the nature of of a God, small God, but not God Almighty. Uh, Here's what they say. The foremost angel... Both in power and authority is the archangel Jesus Christ, also called Michael. That's what they say in their watchtower. It's watchtower.org if you want to look any of these things up. First of all, Moses says that there is but one God. And I'm reading out of the King James. Uh, this morning. Uh, All the verses that I have here are from the King James. And when I deal with uh, Jehovah's Witnesses that come to my door, I don't want to hear from their book at all. Um, That's just my point of view. And so I know that they accept the King James. And that's what I tell them if we're going to talk that we will talk from is the King James. So I'm not a King James only, but uh, for them, I kind of am. So um, the first thing is, again, I said is that Moses says there is but one God. And you can find that in Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 through 5. And that says, And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water underneath the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them for I, the Lord, thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. So Moses says there is but one God. God says through Moses that there is but one God. Isaiah says there is but one God. You can find that in Isaiah chapter 43 verse 10. Isaiah 43.10 And that says, Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant, whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am He. Before me there is no God formed. Neither shall there be after me. I mean, just this verse alone, Jehovah's Witnesses would have a a problem saying that Jesus Christ is somehow a lesser God but not God. Um, the apostle Paul says that Jesus Christ is God. That's found in First Timothy three 1 Timothy three sixteen which says without controversy Great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. God came in the flesh. Justified in the Spirit. Seen of angels. Preached unto the Gentiles. Believed on in the world and received up into glory. The Apostle John says Jesus Christ is God. That can be found in John chapter 1, verse 1, and verse 14. John chapter 1, verse 1, and verse 14. Actually, it's 1, 3, and 14. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made by Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. He was in the world, and the world was made by Him, and the world knew Him not. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The writer of Hebrews says, Jesus Christ is God. If you turn to Hebrews chapter 8, verses 8 through 10. Hebrews chapter 8, verses 8 through 10 says, But unto the Son he saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God even thy God hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thy hands. This is talking about Jesus Christ here. Um, And finally, the Apostle John confirms that the Apostle Thomas believed Jesus is God. And Jesus himself confirmed Thomas's belief and that can be found in John chapter 20 verses 28 and 29 John chapter 20 verses 28 and 29 and it says there and Thomas answered and said unto him my lord and my god Jesus saith unto him Thomas because thou hast seen me thou hast believed Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. So the answer to the first question is certainly yes. Jesus is God. I've found that with uh, Jehovah's Witnesses that many of the doctrines uh, that they want to bring, they have to somehow alter uh, the Bible, alter what it says. Uh, change words, and that's why they, I'm sure, have their own version of the Bible. Um, My next question is, who is the Creator? Moses says that God created everything. We can find that in Genesis 1-1. It says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And if we read the rest of that you'll see that God created everything uh, there, everything that was created. Genesis 1:31 says, And God saw everything that He had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So, um, certainly, Moses says that God created everything. Isaiah says that God created everything. Isaiah chapter 44 verse 24. Isaiah chapter 44 verse 24. And you can and the next verse will be right after that. Isaiah 44:24 says, "Thus saith the Lord, thy redeemer, and he that formed thee from the womb. I am the Lord that maketh all things." that stretches forth the heavens alone, that spreadeth abroad the earth by myself. He says He's the only one by myself. He said, I did it. I did it alone. The next verse is found in Isaiah chapter 45. Verse 12. Isaiah 45, verse 12. I have made the earth and created man upon it. I, even my hands, have stretched out the heavens, and all their host have I commanded. The author of Job says God is the creator. You can find that in Job, chapter thirty-eight, verse four. Job thirty-eight four, and it says there, "Where wast thou when I laid the foundations of the earth?" Declare if thou hast understanding. Based on the last verse that we, uh, or the verse before that we read, uh, no one was there. God said He did it alone. The Apostle Paul says, Jesus Christ is the Creator. Look at Colossians one sixteen. Colossians one sixteen, And this is one of the verses that uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses change uh, to meet their own criteria. Um, they add in that Jesus created all other things. Colossians one sixteen says, For by Him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether there be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. The Apostle John says Jesus is the Creator. You can find that in John chapter 1, verse 3. John chapter 1, verse 3, and it says, All things were made by him. That's Jesus Christ. And without him was not anything made that was made. And the writer of Hebrews says Jesus is the Creator. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 10. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 10. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thine hands. That's talking about Jesus Christ again. Let's read uh, who Jehovah's Witnesses say the Creator is. This is again from their w- website. Jesus is Jehovah's most precious Son, and for good reason, he is called the firstborn of all creation, for he was God's first creation. And they cite Colossians 1:15. There is something else that makes this Son special. He is the only begotten Son, John 3.16. This means that Jesus is the only one directly created by God. Jesus is also the only one whom God used when He created all other things. Colossians 1.16. They're obviously referring to their own publication of the Bible. Then too Jesus is called the word John 1:14 This tells us that he spoke for God no doubt delivering messages and instructions to the father's other sons both spirit and human The prophet Jeremiah said God has this to say about any god that did not create the heavens and the earth. And I know that this is stretching it a little here, um, this verse. But in Jeremiah 10, verse 11, here's what Jeremiah says. Jeremiah verse 10, verse 11 says, Thus shall you say unto them, the gods, little g, that have not made the heavens and the earth. Even they shall perish from the earth and from under these heavens. So, if if what Jehovah's Witnesses say is true, um, then there would be a problem there, I think, if you use this verse. It's easy to see from the Scriptures we've read that the Creator is God. That's who the Creator is. God the Father. God the Son. And we can conclude or include God the Holy Spirit. Of course, they don't believe in the Trinity. Um, but if you look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, you see there that it says, And the earth was without form, and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. So we certainly see that during the creation, the Spirit of God was there. In Psalm chapter 104, verse 30, Psalm 104, 30, says this, Thou sendest forth thy spirit, they are created, and thou renewest the face of the earth. And then we have a couple of verses here in Job, uh, Job chapter 26, verse 13, job 26:13, that says, "Thou sendest forth thy spirit. they are created. And thou renewest I'm sorry that's, I'm reading the wrong verse uh, job twenty six thirteen says by his spirit he, has, he hath garnished the heavens, his hand hath formed the crooked serpent and job 33.4 job thirty three four says this: the spirit of God hath made me, and the breath of the almighty hath given me life. And so we see that um, the answer to our second question is, God is the Creator. Um, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. God is the Creator. The next question is this, question number three. Who is the Savior? God says He is the only Savior. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 43, verse 11. Isaiah 43 verses verse 11. This is another verse I use uh, quite often when speaking with Jehovah's Witnesses. Isaiah 43:11 says, "I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me there is no Savior. There is no Savior." besides God. There is no Savior besides the Lord. Jesus' half brother Jude says God is the only Savior. If you look at Jude one twenty five. Jude one twenty five, it says, To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. And then The Apostle Paul says, God is our Savior. Titus chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. Titus chapter 2, verses 9 and 10 says, Exhort servants to be obedient unto their own masters and to please them well in all things, not answering again, not purloining, but showing all good fidelity that they may adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior, in all things. And 1 Timothy 4.10 says, 1 Timothy 4.10, For therefore we both labor and suffer reproach, because we trust in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, especially of those that believe. So the Apostle Paul says God is our Savior. Question number four. If God is the only Savior, and there is no Savior besides God, why does the Bible say Jesus is the Savior? The the, uh, Apostle uh, Peter answers this question by saying, Jesus Christ is God and our Savior. That can be found in 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 1. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 1. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 1. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have Obtain like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Very plainly, Peter says, God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul answers this question by saying that Jesus Christ is the great God and our Savior. Again, that can be found in Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 13. Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 13, that says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul says that Jesus Christ is the one who redeems us. That's uh, Titus chapter two, verses thirteen and fourteen. It says, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all inequity, and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works and Isaiah says God is our Redeemer Isaiah chapter 63 verse 16 Isaiah 63:16 Doubtless Thou art our Father. Though Abraham be ignorant of us, and Israel acknowledge us not, Thou, O Lord, art our Father, our Redeemer. Thy name is from everlasting. And I meant to say uh, Redeemer. That God is our Redeemer there. So, uh, the answer to our third question, or actually our fourth question, I've got them numbered wrong here, is that, God is our Savior and our Redeemer, both. Um, question five. Who is the Holy One of Israel? The writer of Psalm says God is the Holy One of Israel. If you look at Psalm chapter seventy one, verse twenty two, Psalm chapter seventy one, verse twenty two. It says I will also praise thee with a psaltery even thy truth O my God unto thee will I sing with the harp O thou holy one of Israel And Psalm chapter 78 verse 41 says Psalm 78:41 yea they turned back and tempted God and limited the holy one of Israel And Psalm 89:18 says for the Lord is our defense and the holy one of Israel is our king. And then Luke, the writer of Acts, says Jesus is the holy one. And these are all going to be in Acts here. Acts chapter 2 verse 27, Acts 2:27. Says because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell Neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Uh, This verse is talking about Jesus Christ. And again in Acts chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. Acts chapter 3, verses 13 and 14 says, The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, hath glorified his son Jesus, whom he delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate, when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just, and desired a murderer to be granted unto you. And finally, in Acts chapter 13, verses 34 and 35, Acts 13, 34 and 35, it says, And as concerning that he raised him up from the dead, now no more to return to corruption, He said on this wise, I will give you the sure mercies of David. Wherefore, he saith also in another psalm, Thou shalt not suffer thine holy one to see corruption. So we see that the one I I read from Isaiah is actually uh, concerning Jesus Christ. Um, Actually, that's uh, Psalm chapter 1610, which we didn't look at. the answer to our fifth question is, God is the Holy One of Israel. Who is the I Am? Moses said, God is the I Am. Exodus 3.14 that can be found in Exodus 3:14 and God said unto Moses I am that I am and he said thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel I am hath sent me unto you and the apostle John said Jesus is I am that can be found in John chapter 8 verses 57 and 59 John chapter 8, verses 57 and 59. Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet fifty years old, and hast thou seen Abraham? Jesus saith unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. Then they took up stones to cast at him, But Jesus hid Himself and went out of the temple going through the midst of them and so passed by. And so certainly the Jews understood what Jesus was saying. He was making Himself God. So they tried to stone Him. The answer to our fifth question is God is the I Am. Now from this point on I'm going to make some comparisons between God and Jesus Christ which I hope will continue Continue to help us see uh, the truth of Colossians 2:9, that says, "For in Him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily." The human body of Christ is the sheath for everything that makes God God, all of His power and all of His attributes. Jesus Christ does not—I'm sorry—Jesus Christ does what God does because. He is the second person of the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So we'll just make some comparisons. And I have a few to make and then we'll end our study this morning. Um, The first comparison is this. God heals diseases and Jesus heals diseases. Psalm 103, chapters, um, Psalm 103... Verses two and three says, 103, 2 and three says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. And in Matthew chapter four, verse twenty four, Matthew four twenty four says this, and his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought on him all sick people that were taken with divers diseases and torments. And those which were possessed with devils, and those which were lunatic, and those that had the the palsy, and he healed them. So we see that both God and Jesus heal diseases. God is the judge of the whole earth, and Jesus is the judge of the whole earth. Psalm chapter 94, verses 1 and 2. Psalm 94, 1 and 2 says. O Lord God to whom vengeance belongeth O God to whom vengeance belongeth show thyself lift up thyself thou judge of the earth render a reward to the proud and then John chapter 5 verse 22 John 5:22 says the father judgeth no man but hath committed all judgment unto the son So we see that uh, the Bible says both God and Jesus are judge God has life in himself and Jesus has life in himself and that can be found both in John chapter five verse 26 John 5:26 and it says, "Therefore as the Father hath life in himself, so hath he given to the Son to have life in himself." I have another excerpt here from uh, Jehovah's Witnesses website, and it says, "A few hours after this prayer, it's talking about the prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus was executed, but he was not dead for long, only from Friday afternoon till Sunday morning. This Jesus God re- resurrected. The Apostle Peter reports of which fact we are all witness." Could Jesus have resurrected Himself? No. According to the Bible, the dead are conscious of nothing at all. And they cite Ecclesiastes 9.5. The only true God, Jesus' heavenly Father, resurrected His Son. And I thought about this a lot when I read it. And just as Satan mingles um, a little bit of truth With a lie, Um, the just mentioned excerpt mingles some truth with error, for certain. Uh, Because Jesus said he could both lay down his life and take it again himself. And that's found in John chapter 10, verses 17 and 18. John chapter 10, verses 17 and 18. Therefore doth my Father love me because I lay down my life that I might take it again. No man taketh it from me,
1: but I lay it down
0: of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. So certainly Jesus could have um, raised Himself. God raises the dead, and Jesus raises the dead. John chapter 5, verse 21. John chapter 5, verse 21. For as the Father raises up the dead and quickeneth them, even so the Son quickeneth whom He will or makes alive. God never changes and Jesus never changes. Malachi, or if you're Italian, Malachi. Uh, verse 3 uh Chapter 3, verse 6 says, For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. For I am the Lord, I change not. That's what it says in Malachi. And Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8 says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. So God never changes and Jesus never changes God is the word and Jesus is the word John chapter 1 verse 1 we've been there already in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God that's John chapter 1. So we see that the Word was God. And then John chapter 1.14 we see, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus said God should be worshipped only. And then Jesus accepts worship. Matthew chapter 4 verse 10 says, Then then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan. For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 6 Hebrews chapter 1, verse 6 says, And again, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he saith, And let all the angels of God worship him. And then in Matthew chapter 9, verse 18, Matthew 9, 18 says, While he spake these things, speaking of Jesus unto them, behold, there came a certain ruler and worshipped him, saying, My daughter, is even now dead. But come and lay thy hand upon her and she shall live. So we see that uh, Jesus said that only God should be worshipped and then Jesus is worshipped. Only God is glorified and Jesus is glorified. Isaiah 42 verse 8 says, I am the Lord. That is my name. And my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to a graven image. I've got that verse written wrong there. Anybody got it handy? Let me look it up right quick. Graven images, okay. I was using the microphone when I typed these things out. And so it said, grave and image, okay. John chapter five verse twenty three, John chapter five, verse twenty three says that all men should honor the son, even as they honor the Father. He that honoreth not the son honoreth not the Father which hath sent him. And then finally, John chapter seventeen, verse five, John seventeen verse five, and now, O Father, Glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. And then uh, finally, God forgives sins and Jesus forgives sins. Psalm 103, verses 2 and 3. Psalm 103, verses 2 and 3. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who will forgive all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. And Mark chapter two, verse seven, Mark chapter two, verse seven. Why does this man thus speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins, but God only? The Jews understood that only God could forgive sins. And finally, Mark chapter two, verse five. This is what the Jews were talking about. And when Jesus saw their faith, He said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Like I said before, if anyone would like a list of these uh, these verses here, um, I'll be glad to make you out a list. I, di- I didn't have time. Um, I actually finished this up this morning. Um, I had prepared another lesson, and pastor taught it last week and so I had to get this one uh ready in a short time for me, maybe not for someone else. Anyone have any questions or any comments this morning they'd like to make Malachi Malachi three six okay, thanks. Anyone else? Okay. Well, let's pose in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you, Lord, for your uh, precious word. We thank you for the truth of it, Father. We thank you that uh, when we have uh, need, uh, how we should live, how we should walk, and how we should, uh, Lord, be a soldier for you, uh, we have your word, Lord. And I just pray that you'd help each one of us, Lord, to walk according to it. Uh, to hide it in our hearts, Lord, that we might not sin against You, and to serve You with it, Lord, so that, uh, Lord, our lives will glorify You and uh, help us, Lord, to lift up uh, Jesus Christ, Lord, so that He will draw all men unto Him. And we just thank You and praise You uh, this morning. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.